Welcome to the Grit and Grace space. Come along as we explore experiences, cultivate community, and grow our appetite for adventure. Here we go. Hello, everybody. On today's episode of the Grit and Grace space, we have two fun guys hanging out. This was recorded on December 19th just before Christmas, so there's a few holiday references in there if uh, you catch those along the way. About 45 minutes into this podcast, I come back in to let you know that the full version of the podcast is available on Patreon. That Patreon link will be in the description of the podcast on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So the published version for, I'll say, the free public is the cleaner, more refined conversation, but we do get into a few spicy conversations, and I wanted to make that content available if you were interested in checking that out. Thank you guys so much. This is episode 20, and I'm so excited to share and continue to grow with you guys. So with that being said, let's get to the good stuff. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Grit and Grace Space. Today I am joined by... Mr. Chad Layfield, Mr. Michael Ripley, and Alexander is here in the peanut gallery. But our show is a special one today. We are talking to, to two of Alexander's employees. God, that's so derogatory. Yeah. What? Yes, the master. We're in trouble. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're going to do your performance reviews right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're talking to two wonderful individuals who are friends with Alexander and I outside of work, also have to be happen to be on Alexander's team at work. We're on the same team. What a coincidence. They report to Alexander. We're on the CapEx team. He made us be here. On the capital equipment, no, operations. operations. Capital equipment. Operations Capital Equipment Team. What do we do? Yeah. What do you do? So today we're going to talk through uh, some funny work things that you'll see at Inside Peak at Alexander's relationship with his two employees. And <laughs> what would you like to be called? Not his that. two team members? Yeah. No. Well, we're two of the five. Just say we're the co-workers. best workers. We're all we're the, the elite. Two. The chosen ones. Oh, that's, 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 no. that's mine. I was preferred. I'm chosen. He's chosen. I'm preferred. Yeah. Two of Alexander's five team members. Two of five. Two of the five. So we're going to talk through a few work-related things to get an inside scoop on Alexander's relationship as a people leader. We'll talk about whiskey or have a little whiskey corner. Then maybe go over golf with the boys. I'm not quite sure what that means as these two fine gentlemen have helped me with the roadmap for this afternoon's podcast. And then bad vacation segments. 
And we'll probably deviate off course between all of those topics. We might not even get to some of the topics, but this is our, our goal for the afternoon. So you will be the judge of how we execute it to our goals with the, these two project managers, elite project managers we have. Thank you. So, so we'll start off with Chad. Introduce yourself for the audience. Hey, y'all. Chad Layfield, of course, as she said. And big fan. Thank you for having me. You know, I've been waiting for this day forever. But yeah, like like she said, I I, I, I work for Alexander. He's my supervisor and fearless leader. I follow him blindly on his directions as he asked me to do at work, as it, you know, you kind of mentioned. But yeah, I'm a project manager, you know, with him for a couple years now. And so you've been working at the company for, like, what, seven years now? Yeah, seven years, yep. That's, but that's you've been right. working for Alexander for two of those years? Two, two, no, three. Two, two and a half wonderful years. It's like two right now. Yeah, two like right now. Oh, wow. And worked alongside of, you know, the other three. You know, he came on later, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen him grow, you know, to a person, to a leader. Should I tell so, me the ropes, how to handle the contractors. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm more. Well, he was a contractor. It was contract reception. Yeah, I mean, I'm more of the. Can't cuss on this, y'all. So, I'm more of the butthole to the contractors. I'm the one who gets mean to them. You get things done. I get things done. I was also a recipient of Chad services when. <laughs> well, when there I, it is. That took a turn. Satisfied customer. <laughs> yes, a satisfied customer. Always no like prior satisfied role. smiling. <laughs> In a prior role where I needed some capital project manpower and continue, yeah, yeah, and Chad was the muscle. Yeah, sure was. <laughs> I was, I was indeed. That was the crib. And now they want to redo it. They that was the QR crib, and I'm totally against them redoing it because I love. I took a lot of time in that project. I took a lot of time on that yeah. project too. I was pushing for the black vinyl coated fencing to it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that's Chad in a nutshell, born and raised in Columbus. Harris County. Harris County. Oh. Check, check. Let's get that fact check. Okay. Yeah, Harris County. Okay. County boy. Yeah, we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Are we all from a county, though? Every we from Muskogee <laughs> County, not the county. Right, I see. Mm-hmm. I see what I mixed up. Oh, okay. All right, so I'm Rip. I found a similarity here. I used to work with Alexander and now for Alexander. Ooh. So there's uh, something going on there. <laughs> we worked together at a different company, I don't know, for six years, eight years overlapping, and then Five somehow years. ended up now at this other company together. Now ended working up. on Alexander Alexander's coached team. you. He, he saw your excellence. True. Dove true, deep true, within. True, true. I won't deny that. Michael Ripley, you were also in our wedding. I was in the wedding. So, a groomsman, a team member, a co-worker, confidant. a friend, Golly. confidant, this is bourbon enthusiast. Is this tombstone we're making right now? What is yeah. great, great sheet? Well, I'm practicing for his <laughs> eulogy. Nice. That's the way Sonic going it, you know. Oh. So, I got you a bigger pay raise coming at the door. Oh, we're already going to that? <laughs> no, coming in the door, leaving from his old company to his new company, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying marginal increase. Well, well it's changing companies. Well, they, I mean, well, the, you got the, the older company, it wasn't really hard to beat, huh? Well, you paid market value. <laughs> mm, debatable. We're going to keep working on it. 
The older company? No, no, that's the past. They're toast. That's what I'm saying. It's like it wasn't hard to beat what they were shelling out. Mm, it was only marginal. Well, they were putting out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm trying to control the narrative right now. I am. You just keep saying it. Marginal increase. <laughs> marginal increase. Uh, so we'll get to the the budgeting segment of the show that everybody loves later on today, maybe after a little bit more whiskey. Love it. And get into the raw numbers. So you wrote down here, green sheet. So without getting too into details as far as what we do at work or, you know, any specific details as far as what's going on at work right now, what is the, tell us what this word green sheet means. Spawn of Satan. Spawn of Satan. I love it. It is kind of an angel. It rips an Alexander's baby. (laughs) So sometimes on the weekends, I'll, Alexander will be in his office working on something, and hours will pass by. I'm like, can we please hang out? He's like, I gotta get this update pushed through for the green sheet. The boys will love it. Bo- that was before I'm Rip. I'm doing it for the boys. No, no, he, he, Rip will love it. Nobody, me and Tony do not love it. No, this was back like, the green sheet now is singing. It is fine-tuned. So, Alexander, why don't you give us a brief overview of what the green sheet is? All right. So, like, I did not invent the green sheet. I just took it to, like, version two. We're on version three now, basically. But when I came in, there was already five years of the green sheet happening. And it's the Excel worksheet, which we track all our capital activities. But it was very manual. And so I have automated it. And then Rip automated the automation, basically, I think I would say. Took it to B3. Is that like a dashboard? We collectively worked on that. But I spent some weekends also working in the sheets, we call it. And (laughs) my wife, we couldn't hang out for the same reason. So we have that in common. And Tony and Chad did not care for me doing that when I first got here. In the room, I was the the new guy a year and a half ago. Yeah. Came in, wowed everybody probably. But also... Blew everyone away. Shocked and intimidated, yeah. Shocking and intimidating, yes. Because I like that. I liked the green sheet, got in there, made some improvements, blew it up a few times, I'm sure. They didn't like it. Yeah, so now, now, explain to what blowing it up is. Not blowing up in a good way. Okay, but so Uh you said this is the main tool that's used for capital project tracking, like tracking progress, historical actuals. Spend forecasts and historical data. Okay. And all key project information. Like so it's the project management, like what is the glue of all of the projects and the management and the capital spent? It's, it's just a tool where the, the PMs can forecast and that can roll it up into a summary for management okay. and for myself. Mm. That's the main thing. As the boss. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it works both ways. I think it helps the PMs think and forecast. Well, they'll tell us that. And it helps they they me both are shaking their heads no violently. Like we looked at the same time. Like what is he talking about? We do that a lot of work too. Yeah. They sit diagonally, like in a four-person cube thing, and so they can see like a diagonally, and so they make a lot of gestures. Hmm. What signals. kind of gestures? I don't know. I'm not really sure what they mean, but <laughs> seems to be a lot of gesturing. Yeah. yeah the green sheet's like my baby, because like anyway, and there's been a lot of like manual data manipulation to like get it where it is and formula work and, but it, like I said I haven't really done anything major to it in a long time it's amazing <laughs> but <laughs> I will say this just practicing a few of the gestures yeah <laughs> the green sheet is a lot better than what it was hmm? he has I will say that back in the day not, not, Which not day? on How Rev 13 now but 
when Alexander first started to revive the baby and make changes, it was great. It was good. When Rip got involved, <laughs> it was too many people in the sheets yeah. making changes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was crazy for a while. Every time we had Tony go in, it would crash on us. And so we so grew the, to hate it. Yeah, the file is saved in the cloud, basically. What's the cloud, y'all? <laughs> it's saved in the cloud, and so sometimes when too many, like, too many changes that are too big all at one time, it like pushes people out and we'll see for stuff. And it's, it's very frustrating for everybody involved. It was 20 meters, it always pushed out. Hmm. Hmm. I think there's also an, a DT infrastructure issue. Actually, I have a ticket in to fix it right now. It's not the sheets. The sheets are not the problem. It's the odd. It's the upload speed on the odd numbers. Yes. Hmm. Well, we don't know that's the exact problem again. But TBD. It's a yeah. it's a problem. All right. My, well, let's not get too. My wireless into the download speed is seven megabits. <laughs> okay. Seven. No wonder the sheet breaks. Is that why you don't get that much work done? That's precisely why. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> I want the wired as fast though. It's like another segment of the show will be uh, roast Alexander or beat up on the boss, whatever Yikes. you wanna. I don't like that. I do. Oh, we should do bourbon corner. No, oh, wait, hold on. We're done with the green sheet. I want to finish out this segment because you also wrote down one note. Oh. So before we move away from some of the work talk for a moment, what is talk a little bit about why you wrote down one note, Michael Rubley? Yes, ma'am. One note is another tool used to take notes. And one day our boss, Alexander, asked us to, told us, I, let me step back, told Man-aided. us to start using it in a certain format. I think I have the email still. It was very it was Pretty it direct. Was, it was, Adolf Hitler could have done it, wrote it better than how he forced us to. Wasn't he a poet? He was a, oh, don't get me started on Adolf Hitler. Next time you tell us to do something, it needs to rhyme. Okay, I'll get Chad GPT to do it. Thank you. So we take notes in it, and once again, there was two members of the team who loved it, two members of the team who didn't love it, and uh, it's a similar story there. Oh, is that when Jessica was still here? No, 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 same team members, Chad and Tony, didn't Mm. really like it. I think they're coming around. I liked it from the beginning, but now, reverse reversal of roles here. Alexander messed with it so much. Now I'll be in there taking notes, and it just sends me to another planet. That's so true. So, like, he, threw, he walked in story. a beast, threw the grenade in the one note. But that's a whole nother topic. That's what he walked does. Walked into yeah. a meeting, God tossing a grenade and leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows. Wait that, wait that for the, the roast session. You can, well, it's all good. Yeah, be, yeah. Yeah. You can rearrange this. It's like, all together. Yeah. We need more bourbon in time. <laughs> so, why did you write down one note? Just it's a similar two tool. tools, two evidence-based systems of how Alexander makes your life challenging. Trying to put everything in one place. And there's, yeah, it's like pros, pros, and, cons. pros and cons. It, it is blown up, though, right, currently, I think. Irene loves it. Big fan of the one, though. All right, moving on to the Whiskey Minute. Well, hold on. Let's go back to one note real quick. I am the participant of the winner who did the best in one note. You were tracking All-Stars, remember? He was doing All-Star oh, tracking. every two weeks, yeah. That was nice for a while. That was nice for yeah. a month. Stop doing that. I wonder for a while. We, gave yeah, out a we, bunch we of had stars. a we had a separate tab. Hundreds of points. Like yeah. three stars. I think I gave out like five or six. Could be wrong then. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's go to Burns. Are you done? Yeah, we'll save it for the roast one. What are you drinking other than your McGlobe Ultra? Whatever Master feeds me. Mm-mm. Well, oh. Wait, what are you? You don't know what whiskey you're drinking? That was drinking? OG, oh, Old Granddad bonded. Oh, what we started with. Now we have a two sample blind in front of us that uh, Alexander wants us to 
determine something about. Why don't you taste them? Give me, give me, tell me what you think. Uh-huh. And tell me, is either one of them blends? Oh, man. Ooh. Ooh. Let's do a label first. All together now. The boys are and, swirling. And, and then what do you like between the two? So that's the question. Is like, I prefer blue sticker or not. And then um, I think either one, like one of these is bland. Like that's that's the test. The one on the right smells better. It smells nutty. The one on the left, not sure about yet. Damn. The right one is nutty. It was a trick. I think it's bland. If anything, the blue is bland. But yeah. The reverse. Yeah, the right is not bland. Yeah, the right is not bland. It's nutty and it's a higher proof. The one on the left could be blends, but I haven't. Is one of these blends? That's for us to. You have to decide. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm having what is what am I drinking? Rum in a bourbon cask. Yeah, I think it's four square rum. Four square rum. It's delicious. Aged. I like blends. Twelve years in ex bourbon barrels. When did you get this? I don't know, like a year ago. I like blends. It's delicious. Get it first. Well, the notes don't. Maybe I don't have to be a, a whiskey girl if I can drink that stuff. That would be stuff respectable. That is really special, though. So, so which one do you like more? Is yours the same? Should be. What color is lighter? So which one? Which one do you like more? It's all the back while she put. So far, in. what do y'all think? See, I don't want to answer because I don't know if this, for sure if this is bland. Well, let's start with like which one do you like more, and then because neither of them can be bland. So like, I don't think neither are bland. You don't think either are blends? No, I don't you think, think one of them is blends? Well, you make your judgment. Right. I'll make a separate one. I don't think these, one of these are blends. Okay. And which one do you like more? The right. Okay. It's smoother. The notes are like more stronger as far as the aroma of it. It's, yeah. it's, it's nutty. You like nutty. the nutty? Yes. Interesting. Did you not get the nutty on the old granddad? Some people think that's nutty. I did. No, this is more nutty than that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Rip, what do you think? I think the one on the left is bland. I do too now. I <laughs> no, no, no. That taste is my anti. The burn. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I think the one on the left is bland. It's a little bland. It's a lower proof. The one on the right is more nutty, higher proof, better. But it also has some type of twang to it that makes me think it's kind of cheap. But because of the higher proof, I think I like it better than the left anyway. Okay. It's like more flavor, but some weird something in it that's not like, oh, I love I'm this. getting like, almost like this chocolate cakey situation on the one on the right. I think it's chocolate. Maybe, maybe just because like, I had something similar to that today, but like. Something similar. At work? At work? Hey, those brownies. You know. still have brownies? So, side, side tangent here, I made brownies <laughs> for a dinner that I hosted with your mom or something. I don't know. I hosted a dinner. Oh, it was when you guys were here. Yeah. I made brownies, and we had a bunch of leftover, and Alexander took them all to work. Didn't well, leave me any of them. Give us none. Didn't share with his team. What the heck? That's why he's still See, I thought he took them to work to share with you guys. No. I saw him today on his desk. You know he's a dumpster, right? A dumpster? <laughs> this it, dude eats everything. Oh, I know it. Non-stop. <laughs> I know. All right. It's infuriating. Like He has me breaking <laughs> mac and cheese. He has you bring him mac and cheese? Yeah, from where? Like Volvia? <laughs> no. Like oven bait. 
Oh. I don't know that. No, that's his favorite though. He loves. Alright, Chad, are you gonna reverse your decision? Or no, you no, reverse the reversal. No, no backsies. So. No, no backsies. Take backsies. So Rip right. is locked his answer. He prefers the right, but thinks it's cheaper. But the left is Blands. Not cheaper than Blands. Just yeah. not like it's not as good. Something really high end. And Chad said he liked the right, but now he. No, no, I, but as soon as he said it, I took another sip and it was like the that little burn hit. That's called peer pressure. <laughs> Yeah, but like I said, yeah, that's why I changed my mind soon when he said that before you disclosed it. The answer, actually, have you disclosed the answer? I'm not disclosed. All right, we gotta wrap up this whiskey minute. What's the verdict? Do you want another blind? No. Nope. Okay. End it. No. The one with the blue sticker. I'm still. I'm sticking my original. Is blends. So yeah. on the left is blends. So on the right is Old Forester 100 proof. Uh, so higher proof. It was higher. Higher proof and cheap. Half yeah. the cost. But we still preferred it, so. You prefer that over the Blanton's? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. higher proof and nutty and like something there that's yeah Blanton's was lacking. Mm. It's sort of cheating, but it's like also good with my response. Yeah, I did. I, I, you should. How about you, Blanton's king? <laughs> Not Blanton's king. I just prefer I'm a Blanton's man. Mm. Oh. I mean, I was the emperor, maybe. No, I wasn't emperor. I was a god. No, I'm mm. <laughs> Love the emperor. No, I just I, I'm a blends. I mean, yeah, I liked it when it was rare and I could get it because I always had bottles. Mm. There's definitely something to be said about it being rare and expensive and hard to get and just yeah. the bottle is the best bottle ever. Yeah, mm, it ain't that great. Well, I mean, there's a time that Alexander wore something. What I I, caught I know, call. yeah, I wanted to get into that. Chad, can you give us um, a little peek into? Into Chad's world, where at, at a drop of a hat, you can get just about any whiskey bottle. Oh, networking. Oh, networking. I know you probably don't understand this terminology. It's, it's not. Because I'm. A it's woman. not what you know. It's not who you know. You ever heard that saying? It's not mm-hmm. what you know. It's who you know. Well, I've been. I was raised in. Uh, it's not what you know. It's not who you know. It's what you know about them. Oh, you blackmail people. No, 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 no. What is the blackmail, ma'am? It's just. I have leverage. Leverage, yes. Mm. I, 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 but I would never use. Are you a bookie? I would never use. No, 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 no. I would never use. But the conception, or you know, they would think like, "Hey, he knows this about me. I'm gonna keep on my good side." I really have favors owed than favors me have favors. Okay, and mm. these people I called don't have is favors that I've done for them. But you know, you wouldn't count like how I did this, but because I'm paying for it. So it's not like I need free. Mm, you know. So they still owe you because you're paying yeah, for it. Yeah, I'm going to cash it So you're on. not calling in a favor. No. You just know they owe you something. Yeah. Mm. And they want to work to build it off. They better, you know, deliver. Man. But no, no, no. But no, it's, I know this people because, like I said, I, the liquor store where I get a lot of this from is when I was, I was underage. I had a fake ID. I was like 17 buying liquor there up until, I mean, I remember going prom night. My prom day. We all stopped. I went inside to get a damn liquor and used my fake ID and was like, oh, why are y'all dressed up? I'm like, oh, go to a Christmas party. <laughs> it was like Valentine's, I don't know. I was going to say, yeah. like, isn't prom in October yeah. or something? Yeah, I was just, I was already drinking. But yeah, you know, so, but yes, I do have some connections with the, uh, the Chad's also old money. Columbus old God money. God almighty, why does everybody think that? It's true. You got the hair, you got the vest. I mean, Where's I got this watch? in like, it's from Hair's It's County. not a watch, it's a timepiece. Oh, we don't call it a watch. Yeah, you got like eight Rolexes. I have two. That we've seen. That you've seen. <laughs> but yeah, we got. Well, if my. No, my. But yes. Got that old Coke money. 
No, no, no. I, I don't. Your se. grandma does. Yeah, my grandma. You told your wife about everything? <laughs> I was there when you told us about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, Coke Slot. Uh, Anyways, Rip, but Rip is from Charleston, and he is Charleston. a Kingston type, you know, horty torty, you know, nose in the air type guy. No, 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 no. But these no. people he don't doesn't know. have the access for it. I mean, the accent for it. Wrapping up the whiskey minute. Another fun fact between Alexander and Michael Ripley here: you've made like a family tree or like equivalent of a March Madness bracket. Can you can you briefly describe for the audience? Give him a little teaser for, for the next time we have a whiskey minute on this bracket blind situation. I don't want to summarize it. We try to pick a, a theme or a category, so like a 100 proof only or whatever, 100 and over, no price limit or whatever. So like we'll pick a, a general category and then we'll find, I don't know what it is, eight bottles. Out of the brown sheet. Brown sheet. Don't yeah, forget brown that. Sheet. Got all the sheets. What about like the caramel sheet? The brown sheet sounds like doo doo. Well, green, Maybe brown, simple colors. Either way, We're simple, and simple men here. Yeah, so we'll pull together eight, ten, whatever the number of bottles is that makes sense. Usually we get slightly wrong number. Anyway, and then we do a series of three poor blinds. We rank them one, two, three individually, and then we they get paired down in like a bracket style competition until we're down to like a winner, effectively. And, so we don't. So just so we don't give away the, I want to leave leave something for the people to come back to. What is like the top five from the bracket, and then next right. time Chattanooga, chat bonded something clean up yeah destroy DHT it wasn't even close. I remember that was a good one. I don't know. You you have these like sleepers that did really show up. I can't remember out of the higher proof stuff. Probably too zooted. Mm. We did one with Knob Creek once single barrels. We had five of them. And I like them in order of, like, reverse order of how old they were in terms of, like, how long mm. they've been open in the bottle, which is very interesting. So mm. by, by open date, it was reverse order. It was very weird. So they had a couple variables. Too many variables changed. Mm. Yeah. Some bottles new, but really old. Yes. Some bottles had been open a while, but had young juice in them. Right. It was all over the place. We got to control that. Point. But they were really different, I remember. You were, like, I think having... I was having like I was so usually I start off and I'm not so good and then I have like a hot streak in the middle and then I'm just trash at the end and I like the Knob Creek was like I was you're in a, also a lightweight relatively it's in a sweet spot yeah well, definitely a lightweight but that was an amazing blind just because to try five different Knob Creek single barrels against each other blind was so good so I love that all kinds of different variations will do awesome a lot of makers makers yeah a lot of makers and have differing opinions on that was crazy those forty six and the the one I have with. What yeah. you call it in it? The mushrooms? Yeah, truffle. You have shrooms? No, no, no. Oh. The truffle one. Do you have a connection for that? Can't pause it. <laughs> well, I have a cow pasture behind my property. I mean, that's where they come from, just saying. <laughs> Good to know. All right, that wraps up a Whiskey Minute. Maybe a mushroom moment for next time. Oh, clever. Well, they are good for the brain. I know. The mushroom now let's not let's let's mushrooms are not a bad thing, y'all. They they do Yeah, never mind. I won't get the science section. Ooh, I like that. Science I do like science. Section. Science Saturday. Come back and okay. <laughs> Good because I am behind on recording these, so as much content as you want to give me all I will keep you up. all you want. Mm. Mm. What's your hourly rate? 
Ooh. Yeah, let's go to the next topic. Let's, next let's topic. Keep, hey, I was also keep drinks rolling. Okay. All right, so we'll get a. a Kenny, we're not drinking. I'm sorry. No, we're not drinking. Do you need another Konya? Yes. Okay. No. We're down to like the last three. While Alexander, our fearless leader, gets us all liquored up, we'll move on to a segment called Bad Vacations. <laughs> now, this could be a whole experience that was just awful, or it could be a segment of a vacation that was unfortunate. And so, cold one's cracking. That sound is amazing. Can we pause for a second? Sure. Yeah. No, no, not the video. I mean, not the the recording. You're supposed to go out of character. No, no. I just want to talk about that crack. Sometimes at work, we do hand motions. (laughs) Other times, we crack like a Coca-Cola. The other guy turns around drooling. When he says other guy, he means (laughs) like us two. Well, just us. You can't say Uh Tony. Because it's diagonal. Like, matter of fact, this happened yesterday. You cracked open a can, and I immediately turn around, and then you come like this. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Like a big, ugly Grinch smile is what I imagine. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then some hand motions, and we go back. Hand yeah. motions. Very choo-choo. Yeah. Sorry about that. Back to bad vacation. No, I love it. I love it. Uh, good context. So do we want to get into the roast roundtable, or do we want to move on to bad vacations? Ooh. How far are we? What's our time stamp? I'm not telling you. You do not need two vacations. Vacations. All right. Stars off, Rip. Yeah. So Rip, you wrote down bad vacations, and then you cross it out. So that's that's all mine. um, Oh, sorry. Well, that's okay. Chad wrote it down, and I was like, I don't know about any bad ones. So I do. (laughs) The only challenge I would talk about was going on vacation with. Your family mm. versus... My family? No, no. I've oh. never been on vacation with your family. I was like, how do you know? Because <laughs> I'm probably just more when I was there. I love you, Mom. <laughs> Same. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Going, going on vacation with your own family versus going on vacation with your spouse or alone or with the boys or whatever. Mm. I think there's some Oof. differences there that could be <laughs> explored. So, And the, we normally go on vacation with the family... Once a year to the beach or something, and and that's a family vacation, and it's great. But we have been on a family vacation, like my wife and I, plus my mom and dad, to the Tetons, and and that was an amazing trip. It wasn't bad. It was great. We loved it. That there was a challenge to like make everyone happy at the same mm. time. Yeah. If it was just Ansley and me, it's just fighting about how much dinner costs. <laughs> but when you add in my parents. It was just one extra level of, was that what they want to do? Yeah. Do they want to go eat there? Do they want to go do this hike? So that was a little extra stress added on to what was supposed to be vacation. Mm. And again, it didn't like overwhelm the trip. It was still amazing. It was all necessary. Yeah. I mean, yeah it's it was nice to have other people, but it's harder to have other people. No, that is that is an interesting nuance, especially around holiday season where you're... Oftentimes going either back to a childhood home or meeting up with parents. Like, your parents you don't really spend that much time with. Like, we spend way more time with you guys than we do with, like, Captain. But I don't see... Okay, we'll get on that. Let's come back to that. Yeah, let's come back to that. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I'm so sorry. And that's what I do, y'all. I I, I throw, like, curveballs and stuff to... Knuckleballs. Knuckleballs. Yeah. Sliders. But either way, it's... 
there is like an added level of stress I feel like as an adult spending time with parents in general whether it's like your own parents or in-laws and I feel personally I'll just speak for myself it's like an added layer of people pleasing which I feel like is what you are sort of getting at with your vacation of of sort of like taking everybody's temperature all the time and making sure that even though you're there to enjoy an experience together ensuring that the people around you are like okay because I feel like again personally like if things are not okay then it could escalate very quickly potentially and then that could ruin time spent together yeah it's also tricky because you're used to like living your own life all the time and making your own decisions and now all of a sudden it's like er, who's in charge you gotta stop and kind of think about it it's weird mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do, I agree 100%, which I see what you're saying, and I, and you as well, as far as that, like, checking temperatures are, and added stress. Because Casey, my wife, which listens to the show, so I don't mind saying what I speak, and, you know, I mean what I say. She's I say a very I mean. lovely lady. Anyways, yes, yeah, she is, by the way. She stresses out more when we're with family on vacation, which, now, my mom is, I'm a mom's boy. I love my mom to death. I tell Casey all the time, and baby, you heard this before, don't ever make me choose. Because I'm a mom's boy. But my mama, she 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 can she can push Casey's buttons. She stresses comments. Casey out. Casey she will stress Casey out. out. And it stresses me out. But also, her mama stresses me out <laughs> on vacations. We had a vacation Which not too long ago. And yeah. If y'all recall, we had to go stay at her parents' condo when I have a house literally by ourselves up the road, which is fine. I love spending time on vacation with family, okay? I'm a family man. We, are, we ended up at our house. Either way. But her mom is just like my mom, but yet she don't see that sometimes, but mm-hmm. until she actually crosses that line, which she did, and I was like, that's what my mom does. I know. I know. And she's like, oh, yeah, I see you. So... But yeah, it, but the family, I feel like, because like, when it's me and Casey on vacation, and the kids, like, I'm not a lot. I'll spend whatever. I, I do whatever. Kids, as long as they're happy. But on family, my, my mom does pay for everything. She, I mean, she gives us money all the time to do stuff. So it's like, all right, let me, but she does it. I feel like now that I'm reading this book, 48 Laws of Power, is to keep me, like, in check or whatever. Like, you know, what I, owe, I don't owe her, but yeah. Either way, getting the point is family does make vacations. Mothers or families, in-laws, makes it worse. It's better when it's just you and your spouse and or the kids. But then I'm a kid myself, so I stress her out because I'm just, when I'm literally on vacation mode now, I'm on vacation Mm -hmm. mode. Mm. But like you want to hang out with your kids, she wants to hang out with you. Yes and no. It does go both ways some days because I don't like to drink when I have the kids. Okay, I don't drink when I have the kids. I do have, you know, I, I, depends on the type of day or what, you know, it's going on that week, but I've always had that. Now, when I'm at the beach, you know. No laws. <laughs> no, when you're drinking no laws. No 48 laws. Well, there's, there's these things called bushwhackers, okay? And there's <laughs> yeah, not one law at the beach. <laughs> and they're, uh, they're amazing. And Casey will vouch for them. Well, she wants to be on, wants to do a podcast too now, by the way. Good. The wives yeah. come next. Yeah. Oh, the wives should come next. Um, that would be. Alexander we, still has to stay, though. We'll go through, we'll go Ooh. through, we'll go through Chanzia, and then now, the, and then the wives go through her. But either way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do Same back topics. to vacations. Yeah. So we, are we talking about a bad vacation? Because I can tell y'all a bad vacation. Well, I want to <laughs> sort of close out that. The family. Yeah, the family yeah. thing. So 
I guess something to to think about or consider, Chad, you're you the three of us don't have children. Chad has two beautiful little girls. Yes. Seven and eight. Seven and eight. I got seven and uh, eight. I got my daughter, Penelope Layfield, and I have a, a blessed stepdaughter, Tatum. Layfield was just the house, but anyways, it's Casey's child that we when we married, of course, she became my responsibility and blessing to the family. An added bonus. So yeah. I have two kids. And they're like besties, right? Yes and no. So, (laughs) they're best friends for two days. On the third day, they get tired of each other. Mm. And then they will fight, argue, and then I'll get mad or Casey gets mad. And I'll just tell them to go to the rooms, shut up. Do you think that's just the stage of life that they're in? Yeah, yes, because they are besties. They are best friends. They really are. Like, because Kate, I mean, Penelope and... Or Tatum when they're not around, or they're not, they miss them, or they mm. you know, say this and that. But they're pretty different, though. They are. Oh, they are. Oh, they are. Oh, they are oh. Like one is so, super into softball. Like one super into softball sports, OCD, organized, clean freak, and loves school, loves to read. That's your baby. No, then <laughs> you got my child, <laughs> who is the, the hippie, the 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 free, the, the free spirit wild one. It's Where either, she gets that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. She's either. Pajamas or debutante gown. There's, there's no in between. She is, I love her death, but she she is very manipulative. Like she can play me, Ooh. and she is already sneaky, mm. and that's partially my fault because like I always babied her because it was just me and her for four yeah. years, you know. But yeah, she yeah night and day, but. Well, we all got some, y'all have that common. We all got dogs in common. No, but the got, reason I was going there is we were talking about how, like, how as an adult, interactions with our parents or like vacations or holidays or with our parents are obviously different than when we were growing up. And so when you, Chad, when your daughters get to that age, like being an adult and like having their own family, what would you, like, and, and you, you know, you're just, you don't know then. You don't know now what you'll know then, but I know all. You know all. It's Chad ten years is all from now. Ten years from now? No, a little more than that. She's eighteen plus. I don't yeah. know. Say like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. eighteen. Yeah, I could, but mm-hmm. yeah. so like. In order, like knowing what you know now, as a child with as like a son with those maybe sometimes uncomfortable experiences, what would you do differently or like try to take into consideration when she's now the person with her significant other visiting you? So if I'm getting this right and and y'all help me because a small brain, as Alexander always says, (laughs) as far as what would I do different when I was younger as a male with Mm-mm. No, when you're older, what are you going to do so that your kids don't feel this way about their parents? Oh, they nothing. go on vacation. Nothing, nothing. You want them to be... You want different. them to suffer the way that you suffer? Yeah, I, my parents <laughs> raised me great. I love my parents, and they're still married, so they're not a statistic that has been divorced. They still love each other and actually very active still. I have to, you know, I walked into that one time. Yeah, I, I would know. love to be an old person still just... Yeah. High on life. But yeah, no, I, I would do nothing different. The only thing I would do different is... I'm talking about like family vacations. Family, family. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is okay. like, yeah, yeah. Is, that's, what I was, that's what I was getting at as far as, okay, make sure we're, we're yeah, alive. Yeah, like you feel like your mom pays, but it's sort of like a little bit of way to control. Yeah, and I, would, I wouldn't change that. Like I want to... Have the control. I want to have the control. I want to have that finger, <laughs> that foot on that neck. I want to be the dom, the alpha. 
I mean, okay. that's what podcast is for. We're going to say we're gonna say like we mean it, you know? Yeah, mm. that's what I, I wouldn't do it different. Because I know what mom's doing. She's, she won't admit it, but I know what she's doing. I have to call her out every now and then. Send her the pod. Yeah. Will she listen to the podcast? She's a big fan. The Empire's a big fan. I think yeah. we're like 1.2 million um, people. She can be interviewed after the girls get interviewed. We'll interview oh, the, the parents. Moms. Yeah, the moms. Well, she's either at the beach house or traveling or something. Go to the beach house. They're retired. Yeah, so we'll take problem. the pod to the beach house. We, I have tried. Mm. I have many times said, let's go this weekend or let's go. <laughs> it's like mm. Thursday. Chad's like, you want to go tomorrow? We're like, bro, it's tomorrow. What? Mm. Let's, let's do uh, Let's get some uh, some liquid going. Some bourbon. What do you want? Some more herbs? Uh, all the nerves are... Oh, I mean, my nerves are gone. Is this everything you hoped and dreamed? Yes, but I would... Oh, I'd like to go more like full... Yeah. Full church? Well, yeah. let's get there. Well, I mean, you said no cussing and the stories and plus you already well, said... Um, I, mean, I, think there's gonna be I would like to do one without they don't know who I... Just tee it up for the second half. When we get into oh, the roast round table, we'll, we'll give a disclaimer. That we're gonna get a little unhinged. <laughs> unhinged. Man, uh, man, I can tell y'all so many good stories, like funny ones. Your viewers would laugh. Like that dude is amazing. Bring him back. Like I got some stories. Whew. Do you make any money on these? Oh, uh, not yet. How do you make money? Wait, what? You, you could sponsor your ads or yeah. something. You have to like inject an ad. What if you're like, what if it spikes after folks listen to ours? Do well. I mean, I don't think I'll do ads until I have like a consistent listening thing of like, I don't know, 3,000 people or something. Why don't you make it by listening to it at work? Like on Mondays. Me? The 3 p.m. Yeah. Because you're listening to 3 p.m. Oh, we should talk about pickleball too. Wow, we haven't played in like a I have a funny story on pickleball. All right. Team, we are back. We took a brief intermission to fill up our cups, empty our cups, and get in the show on the road. So we will have, hold on, we should kick off this Whiskey Minute unhinged. So, the first half of the podcast was fairly tame, civil. I want to give a disclaimer to the audience that the second half of the podcast might be a little more eccentric. And so we'll pick that off with a whiskey minute here and just be prepared for maybe a more exotic tone the second half. So I am editing out the uh, spicy section of this podcast and that full version will be available on Patreon. The link to that Patreon episode will be in the description of the podcast so if you're listening on spotify or apple podcasts go to the description and if you're interested to see uh, this middle part here that's where you can go to check it out we ended the episode the way that we end all of the episodes with my signature question so i will hop back off here and you can get back to the good stuff so one question that I like to ask all of my guests is, if money was no object, what would your perfect day look like? Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier because I knew this question was coming. Good. And two things. Why do you like me? One, be on a Why boat, like fishing, drinking beer. 
by yourself? Like deep sea fishing? The small group. Like a toy knot With Ansley. Console. Okay, nice. with Ansley, yeah, that was my question. And with like and some close mom? friends. No. No family. <laughs> not the, not family. No family. Okay. <laughs> but not me. Everybody y'all close friends. <laughs> and a crew that just does all the work the for you. The crew doesn't work. Yeah. Nice. But up leading here. up to that, I was like, well, that's only part of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Camping. <laughs> So meanwhile, Disco is giving Chad some loving. All the loving. Like, he just loves me because I'm a doggy dog, man. <laughs> so I'd love to go camping and wake up well-rested somehow, magically. Not have to clean up all the crap and then go yeah. down on a boat and go fishing and drink some mm, beer. I love that. Perfect that's like, day. That's the beach house. You got camping. Dollies, they got 30, 30 foot center console on the dock with the beach house and you got patched pub with... We don't have that. Bushwhackers too. Don't go bushwhackers. I said drinking beer, but oh, bushwhackers. You can bring okay, bushwhackers. Okay, so that gets us to like maybe four o'clock in the afternoon. What mm. happens next? Oh, patch pub, bushwhackers, a lot of music. Go to the bar, go home, back to your tent. Drive the golf cart to the bar because right golf carts are fun. Yep, that's where it is. That's that where we're at. Wait, okay. but you would want to sleep in a tent? Okay, so I want to go camping where you just like chill by a fire. Okay. And drink and like there's no worries. But you can do that with an Airbnb. You can do that. But I don't want to clean it. I don't want to set it up, clean it up. I don't want to be uncomfortable. So yeah, yeah. but you can still cabin. That could be part of your perfect day. Cabin my house. Cabin would be part of the day. Come to my house. We've got a burger barrel. Supposedly you've been, you've tried so hard. I mean, so what would there. be the meal? What would be the dinner? Ooh, what would be the meal? Mmm. Have to be the fish we caught. Mmm. It's mm. mac and cheese. But it's good. That's a good day. Mm-hmm. I've lived that day many times. <laughs> Chad's over here and living yeah. perfect day. Chad's like, that's living every day. Out other people's That's every day. weekend Chad's for me. That, Saturday. that sounds like Panel City Beach at the house. We catch what we catch, get our food, fillet it out there, eat some sushi, and take it back home, grill it. Sushi so, Chad, what's your perfect home. day? You're going to laugh. Hmm. My perfect day, honestly, is in my bed, watching TV with my wife. All day? All day. Would, would, would your you back hurt I don't get after that. a while? I don't get that ever. I've had it a few times and it was amazing and I love it. But no, back when I mean, yeah, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna do some. We're gonna do some exercising, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my perfect day honestly is laying in my bed with my wife. I love on Sundays though. It's gotta be a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Saturday I'm doing stuff. She hates it. I'm doing yard work, blowing off roofs, shooting snakes, shooting snakes. Yeah, but Sunday. Is my day, and I like to lay there and have her. I just want her on the property. I don't give a sh- where she's at, actually. I want her in the premises. Okay. In the bed with me. That's my perfect day. And yeah. I guarantee she'll say the same thing. Aww. That's why I proposed to her in our bed. Cute. That was our favorite place. I didn't fly her out. We didn't go nowhere. Because our favorite place always, that our special day, was in our bed. Watch TV. Well, actually, I never had a team look better until she came along. Mm. Didn't believe in it. She wanted it, got it. Anyways, but yes, that's why I proposed to her in our bed. What is the most ridiculous thing that you do now as a married man that you never thought you would do? Other than TV in the bed. Ooh. <laughs> you didn't do that before? Nah. What? Well, I'm not too good for it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Chad just whispered a little secret to uh, Michael Ripley. Got his nod of approval. They laughed. So. Yeah, no, we can't talk about yeah, that. Can't talk about <laughs> So what was the question again? Yeah, can you repeat the question? Yeah, repeat the question. I think Chinsen's means like, it. oh, I do laundry all the time, or I do the dishes, or yeah. I'm what like, is something dishes. that dishes? Like I, I like to have a clean dishes. sink. 
No, no, no. But you like to have a clean sink before you got married. Yeah. What's something what you do now? What is something that you do now as a married man that you never thought you would do? Or that surprises you? Nothing, really. Before she come along, I had a... I had a laundry was taken care of before she come along. By your mom? No. By Betsy. 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 He's got she, a person for that. She mm-hmm. had a maid name. So what happened? Expenses. Uh, Casey's very expensive. No, I still have a clean lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey's very expensive, okay? So, no, I'm kidding. She is. <laughs> no, but I enjoyed when I was single. Damn, was it what I miss or what I love having? I'm no, sorry. something that you're <laughs> surprised by as a married man after being single. Oh, nothing. I, everything I do now is manly. And everything before was manly. I do PMs on my house, do PMs on my property, do yard work. I do PM is preventative maintenance for yes. the audience. Yes, and I try to preach this to these young bucks right here on PMs on the AC unit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, on everything on my house, the the valves, the the hot water. You got flush it on. There's so much stuff these and kids don't know. AC filter. It's a good reminder, Chad. Thank you for everybody. Safety mm-hmm. moment. Change your AC filter. Safety in your house. moment. With it's not that, that unsafe. It's we will end unsafe. with a safety moment. Lint filter in your dryer. Safety moment. No, no. Say, I mean, you check your, your dryer, like actually your dryer itself, the vent, the, the tube, yeah. the hose. Y'all, y'all check do the hose very thoroughly. All right. I, I do worry about. I do worry about these two. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Are you just to us two or y'all two? No, you two. two. Alexander Rip. Because y'all are not. Matter. I feel like y'all you don't shouldn't. do things that. A man should do. Definitely not. I'm not gonna lie. Ooh, on that. You think that, but it's not true. Okay, he was complaining about water pressure, or what was it? Actually, I'm sorry. I'll get to you. It's I know water drainage. About. The drainage. Oh yeah, the thing I fixed on the AC unit. No, 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 did no. You... on the kitchen sink. On the kitchen sink. You had to call another man into your house. I didn't have to. No, 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 no. I rent a but property, you, but and you it's did their responsibility. But you did. And he you came did. over, didn't fix it. You did. I had to stink that hole so many times. <laughs> I mean, the full 25 feet. The whole snake. Ooh. This guy was <laughs> like halfway with the snake. And you said that. And I said, tell him. But you were scared to tell him how to do his job. Well, he was an old guy. I felt bad for him. Man. He was using my snake? That's not a yes, exactly. That's who? God, you should have kicked him off that property right away. Fake plumber. No. Agreed. Anyway. <laughs> there's just things that they've said that i like, dude, y'all got to do this. Like, I have a calendar. I have, I have reminders. Change air filter. All right, check the AC unit drain, okay? Make sure it's dripping properly. Make sure it's not clogged up. Put down clog remover, you know, stuff down each sink so the girls don't have to worry about the hairs or the sink coming up. No, they should pick that crap out themselves. Either way, I know, but they don't. I mean, there's so much things I try to and tell these guys. They're like, nah, nah. It's like, no, there's going to be a day you got to do it, but okay. Eventually. Uh, uh, I was looking at Zillow today. All right, I think we're we're starting to lose some folks here, so we'll end with the safety moment of change your air filters, yes. check your dryer thing. Let thing you do it. And Disco says it's time for dinner. Well, thank you for joining us on the Grit and Grace Space. It's been a pleasure. We'll come back with the wives. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah.